0: You want people to be able to see where you're going. You, as a business owner, have created a vision for your business. Help your employees to see that, too, so that they can come with you instead of, you know, standing by the wayside and and causing you to falter. <laughs> That's the worst, isn't it?
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Hourglass, a podcast channel presented by Nola Consulting Group. Today we bring back two familiar voices to the podcast, NCG Business Coach Colin Nolan and Catherine Freeman, NCG Director of Operations and Senior Business Coach, to talk about a topic near and dear to their heart, holding effective one-on-ones. This is about connecting with your people. Whether it be your direct reports or a top performer, we want to make sure you're scheduling consistent time away from the chaos of the busy day to check in. Keep them engaged, share successes, and work through challenges. How else are you to know where your people are at, what they're thinking, and how you can be supporting them to be better and to grow? This is the biggest tool in your toolbox to aid in their development. Katherine and Colin share their thoughts on what it means to run an effective one-on-one meeting, what it should look like, and a challenge to get you started. Today's episode of Out of the Hourglass is sponsored by Reach Local connecting local audiences with local businesses to help find a smarter way to build a digital footprint.
2: Awesome. Thanks for that intro, Molly, and welcome everyone to the Out of the Hourglass podcast. I'm here with my uh, partner in crime, Catherine Freeman. How are you doing, Catherine?
0: Doing great, Colin. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. I'm I'm excited for our topic today. It's uh, it's a very uh, simple topic kind of on its nose, but you can get kind of pretty deep with it as well. What are we talking about?
0: We're talking about how to conduct a an effective one-on-one. I mean, there's right. so much that goes into that, isn't there?
2: Yeah. I mean, people I mean, people are, are all over the board with this, right? Some people aren't doing them at all. Some people are doing them, but they're not effective, right? And hopefully there's, there's a handful of people that are doing them and they are effective. So um yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot to, to get into. So why are we talking about them, Catherine? Why, why are 101s a, a podcast topic? Why do they deserve our time?
0: Well, you know, I, I, we think of them as being one of the biggest and best ways to work on developing your team. Uh, and at this time in our you know cultural phenomenon, there's a, a lot of potential turnover that's happening in so many businesses, and we want to make sure that we're keeping the people that we've got and that we value. We want to keep them engaged. We want them to know that we care for them. We want them to know that we've got a career path for them. And what, what better way than to do that than sitting down with them and making sure that you're having that conversation on a regular basis?
2: I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have so many coaching calls where I ask, you know, how's this person doing? What does this person think of this? What's their take? And people go, I don't really know. I haven't talked to them. Like, what? what do you mean i have Like, this is this is like this is the biggest tool in the development of your people. Right. It is. It's uh, it's allowing you to step back on a, a weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, and we'll talk about uh, the, the, the frequency later on. But it's it's it is that time. It's you and that person get away from the chaos and let's talk. Talk about your development, your progress. How are you doing? How am I serving you? Um, and people just aren't aren't doing it. If they are doing it, they're not doing it all that well. Um, so we, you know, we we say a lot that people, you know, when they leave a job, most of the time it's due to their boss. I mean, especially so if it's a surprise, right? If someone ups and leaves and you weren't expecting it, and if that ever happens, I mean, I I'd venture to guess that conjunction to it is that either the one-on-ones weren't happening or there's not effective one-on-ones because if someone leaves you're surprised by it then you weren't doing a good enough job being a servant leader right um and being and and being there for them um that's that that's my take maybe a a little polarizing but what do you what do you think about that
0: oh no i i absolutely agree there and you know i i i would i would agree with you whenever i hear that you know, so-and-so left, and I just was flabbergasted. Um, well, when was the last time you spoke with them? You know, and I think, uh, I, I hesitate to say that it's fear, you know, fear of sitting down with somebody and getting into their headspace. But I, I gotta, I gotta believe a little bit that that's what it is. I, I'm, I... Maybe, maybe if we think about the fact that there is so much turnover occurring in this country right now, I'm fearful that if I sit down and ask the question that they're going to say, yes, they're thinking about it. But I, you know, I'm, I'm a knowledge is power kind of person. I, I, I want to know. And very, especially if somebody is on the verge of leaving, I want to know so that I can be prepared for that. But, you know, in this case, it's, it's about, okay, so you're. You're an employee in my organization. You know, I, I respect the work that you do. What can we do to make sure that you're developed and that you've, and you see that there are opportunities and that right. isn't about fear. That's about control. Maybe right. a control freak, but that's about control, right? That's about like, okay, we got a plan. We can create a plan, you know?
2: Yeah. It's, it's the ignorance is bliss kind of mindset. Oh. I don't know what's wrong. And it makes me think about, you know, um, I, I'm i not very good about going to the dentist or the doctor, right? Because if I don't go, then they can't tell me that something's wrong with me, right? Right. So if I can stay in, in this uh, charade of, of everything's okay for long enough, then, you know, it's trying to keep status quo. But right. I, as I've gotten older, I learned that is not uh, the way to treat problems. And it's not the way to, to treat issues with your people, um, not the way to treat your people. Right. Um, so what what mistakes do you see or do you think people make with one-on-ones, Catherine?
0: You know, I think that there's, I mean, uh, there are so many and they do vary from situation to situation, but sometimes they're not long enough. Sometimes they're too long. Um, maybe you don't have an effective agenda where you're, you know, following a, a, a topical List of things that you want to make sure that you're hitting, so that you can hit performance in addition to development. Um, there's no smart goals, you know. I know that that's a and a really important part of situational leadership. And so, as a leader, what are those smart goals that you're putting out there? And then the worst thing is you're good at the smart goals, but you're not good at following up on them. So what what does it look like to have an accountability component to that particular one-on-one? Right. Um, I also think. You know, we, we, you, you know, everybody out there has probably heard the podcast that we did on the coaching habit.
2: Hopefully, if you you haven't.
0: Right. If you haven't, right, go back and take a listen to it. Um, But awkward silences are really important. And, you know, I think oftentimes as leaders, we rush to fill the void. We rush to rescue the person who's in front of us. And we're not leaving enough room for the person on the other side to either process what we're talking about and come up with a, an answer or even just, you know, think about something and maybe, you know, p- put it out there. Take up what we learned this in Crucial Conversations, right, Colin? You know, there's career limiting moves. And if you're not leaving space for somebody to be awkward then they might not take that chance. They might not say yep. something that's a little risky and you learn more about people when you do that.
2: And hey, so some of, some of these mistakes are opposites, right? So like not too long or not long enough. So I, you know, I would look internally if you're, if you're listening to this, what kind of profile personality wise are you, or are you someone who has to be efficient and rush through things? If that's the case, you're probably not leaving space for awkward silences and you're probably not allowing people that you know share true thoughts, and your one-on-ones may not be long enough. Um, and at, at at the same time, if you're overly structured and you want to, you know, if you're a really high C or a high S, you have a million things to hit. Maybe they're too long. So knowing yourself and knowing what tendencies uh, you you lean towards this would probably be uh, an eye-opener for which of these um, you are guilty of potentially uh, trespassing. Right. Right. Um. So um moving on here um what what would be a a sample agenda for a a, a one-on-one do you think
0: you know I I think that there's always that uh check in place right where are you what's your headspace um it's a, a a success and a challenge that maybe somebody is experiencing I um i I hear of business owners and leaders too often jumping right into um, the the challenge component without celebrating the wins, kind of celebrate <laughs> the wins. You got to celebrate the wins, even when they're small, because somebody, this, the person on the other side of the table is, is looking to you for that affirmation. And so successes and challenges, um, anything that you might have been hitting on a, previous meeting um what are the goals and kpis that somebody is working towards i i like a 90-day format because it's got that you know what what are the metrics that we're looking at and what are the action items but a 90-day
2: format. i mean especially if someone's newer to the roller task and they're actively being developed from a skill set Mm -hmm. perspective i think a 90-day plan is pretty crucial
0: right um I would also say though that, you know the longer term that you've worked with somebody you know a 90 day plan can also be constraining and so I you know there is a little bit of that straddling the line there yeah. as you said before use a tool that's effective both for you as a leader and for the person on the other side of the table um ask, asking the question how can how can I help you what can I do to support you uh
2: hey. and, uh, to jump in on that and the answer to that question they probably they, they they may have the answer to it right away but my guess is most times that they wouldn't that's the opportunity for the awkward silence right let them think about that um, don't don't just kind of move on from that quickly
0: um and then the um make sure that you're checking in on if you if you've got people with long-term projects that you are measuring status to those goals and checking in on, do they have the right time frame? Do they have the right support? And do they have the right tools? I've had a, a you know, a number of situations where um, people were thought that they were clear about what success looked like at the end of a 60 or 90 day project, didn't do an effective check in along the way, and then got to the end and you know, winning, what winning looked like was different. So checking in on long-term projects is also important to do. And then, as I mentioned before, what's a SMART goal? So what are the to-dos? What's the expectation of getting those things completed? Who's going to be the accountability partner in that to-do?
1: More on that in just a second. A reminder that today's podcast is sponsored by Reach Local. ReachLocal is an exceptional, innovative global company. ReachLocal operates and helps local businesses all across North America. They are a premier provider of digital services for small and medium-sized businesses in many of the major markets across the United States and Canada. Products include a full suite of digital services related to web presence, search, social marketing, lead generation, and advertising. They help clients create a complete web presence, providing digital advertising solutions that optimize campaigns, and through their Reach Edge Lead Conversion software, enable clients to build leads and convert them into customers while tracking what marketing sources work best. For the past two years, ReachLocal has earned the Confirm It ACE Awards related to their Voice of the Customer program, and recently won a bronze in the 2016 American Business Awards competition for their Reach Display in-app solution, which delivers location-based dynamic advertisements to consumer smartphones. A winner of the prestigious 2015 Google Quality Award, ReachLocal has also become the first national partner for Snapchat to help businesses connect with the millennial and Gen Z audiences. Through their software and partnerships, ReachLocal strives to connect local audiences with local businesses to help find a smarter way to build a digital footprint.
2: Move, moving on to the next one here, I'm, I'm really passionate about this one. So, what what is the desired result? So, we're doing there's all these different bullet points, things that we can hit. Some, you know, it's it's not a more so a system. You go through from one to, one to ten, but you know, pick and choose depending on the person you're you're, you're working with, which agenda item uh, is best. But overall, what is the desired result in your mind of a one-on-one?
0: Well, I think the engagement piece, right, that's the engagement piece is about better communication. Um, Are are you and the person that you're working with connected? Are you effective in your communications? Are you staying on the same page? Um, All of those things are are vital to uh, the effective operations of the business. And, you know, no matter the level of the person that you're working with, it's, Keeping those communication lines open helps to make the business better. Um, I mean,
2: on, on that topic of engagement, I mean, I'm, I'm passionate about Gallup's uh, twelve foundational elements of employee engagement, and nine of the twelve, I would say, easily um, are, are can be addressed and uh, in that one-on-one. So it, it is where engagement is either won or lost. I would say is a is a great or, or bad one-on-one.
0: Yeah, you know, we're, we're in the middle of a number of businesses that we work with, Nolan Painting in particular, doing a lot of work to keep their employees engaged. You know, whether it's axe throwing or kayaking or right. treetop events, you know, those are fun and they're great and they keep people engaged. But uh, I would say that if you went to any one of those employees, the baseline for that engagement is knowing that they can be in communication with their direct supervisor at any point. They're having somebody's right. checking in on them and saying, are you okay? Do you have what you need? You know, what are you looking at? I, like?
2: t- totally. I mean, that what, what you just talked about, that that might be what 10% of it, which 10% is good. Yeah. Right. But the, the vast majority does happen in the one one-one ones. Absolutely. It
0: does. It does. Those people, you know, somebody wanting to take time out of their weekend to go whitewater rafting with their peers. Um, the reason they're doing that is because they feel engaged. There's a baseline engagement there. They're they're talking with their employer or their supervisor, and you know they know that they're cared for. I mean, that's I think that's you know it's authentic, and you, that's important. The, engagement one-on-ones, they don't, they're not effective if you're not going to go in, in it with a genuine and authentic uh, desire to support and help and understand the person in front of you. So
2: that's, that, that, that's, so, that's so crucial what you just said. I think, are, are you going in with a genuine curiosity for how the person's doing? And is there a genuine desire to help? If both of those don't, don't exist, you probably can't get it pretty effectively, I'd say
0: right don't don't do this because we say to do this
2: right do this so check the box well i had the 101 and i did what, what you said
0: right. <laughs> yeah you got to do it because you care
2: right
0: uh, and maybe maybe you don't care but find somebody on your team who does <laughs> and assign right. them the task of doing it <laughs> um, absolutely uh one, one other, you know, and maybe an additional component to a result here is is that training and development piece, um, people, a lot of the businesses that, that we work with are growing. Uh, growth doesn't necessarily mean high-end revenue, extreme revenue growth. Growth could be a, a lateral, you know, working on greater profitability. It could be, a, you know, servicing m- more high-end customers and less um, Mid range customers. Growth could be defined in a lot of different ways, but growth is not going to occur if the people within your organization are not growing at the same pace. Um, and so this gives you an opportunity, not the only opportunity, mind you, but it gives you a- an opportunity to check in on somebody's mistakes. Are they learning from things that they've done incorrectly in the past? What, what is their process or what, what are they going to do in the future to make sure that they don't make mistakes again? Um, you do rightly point out that feedback. This cannot be the only feedback session, right? You feel really passionately about that.
2: I do. I do. That's 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 part of my additional thoughts. I, I do get all my soapbox about that. But before we, we 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 get to that, so how often should these be happening?
0: Um, gosh, you know, I um I I think that this is another another one of those. You gotta you gotta get a little bit of a feel for it. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's a weekly check-in and it's no more than 30 minutes. Um, sometimes it's bi-weekly and you're making it a little bit longer, 45, 60 minutes. Um, depending upon the seasonality of your business, I might even suggest that you're, you're you know, looking at it from a, okay, can I, can I commit to, a, you know, one 60-minute meeting, maybe early in the morning once a month uh the important what is what is absolutely necessary here is that it is calendared it is not something that you just kind of catch oh hey we haven't had a one on one in a while let's sit down this afternoon you know i'll meet you we'll have milk and cookies um it's it's got to be scheduled what, whatever the whatever the timing is it's got to be scheduled
2: absolutely um i you know i'd i'd say with it also depends on you know what kind of meeting it tends to be. If it's a newer employee and it's more task development, um, working on the ninety day plan, then then probably more often is better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like the uh, the bumpers in bowling. The closer they are to the middle, the, the farther away someone's going to stray. Um, so absolutely. So I mean, you you hit on it earlier. Just some additional thoughts that I have around this topic is is the holding of um, feedback, both positive and negative, right. Until the one-on-one, um, because what you can't have is the individual seeing this meeting on their calendar, whether it's weekly or monthly and go, all right, we'll, we'll figure out what I did wrong in the past week, the past month at that meeting. Right. Um, the meeting needs to be something they look forward to. It's their time to connect with with you. It can't be, uh, let's, let's kind of, uh, figure out what, what you did wrong. Right. Criticism and, and positive feedback has to be immediate um, now with, with the condition of let if it's an emotional topic right let, let emotions subside and make sure that both people are in the right place to give and receive the feedback uh, but assuming that's the case then it needs to be immediate um, and you know doing these regularly takes the pressure off the annual performance review that so many people have had drilled into their heads as like necessary right it's oh, i should have a one-on-one it's it's time for his annual performance review. Um, those meetings cannot be about the past. They are designed to be about the future. Where are we going? Um, if those are about the past, once again, you're, just, you're, you're putting things in your, in your uh, cabinet for, to, to pull out later on for the once a year meeting. And here's why I'm not going to give you a raise. It's just not the kind of environment for development that, that we would certainly recommend. Um, but what, what, do you th- I mean, what other thoughts do you have, Catherine?
0: You know, um, uh, one of the things that we're, we're really keen on is the individual development plan. And, you know, this, this one-on-one can be coordinated with uh, an IDP and it can be separate from an IDP. Um, I would say it needs to happen irregardless. Um, but you're right. Having this as a regular scheduled event and at some point checking in on an individual development plan that you've worked on with an employee helps them to see where they're going. Um, You want people to be able to see where you're going. You, as a business owner, have created a vision for your business. Help your employees to see that too, so that they can come with you instead of, you know, standing by the wayside and And causing you to falter. (laughs) That's the worst, isn't it?
2: Right. Absolutely. Um, So I have have a challenge for the listeners that I I, I want to say at the end. Do you have anything else you want to add on the topic or should we get to the challenge?
0: No, I think we're good.
2: So here's my my challenge. I would say if if you're doing IDPs, but there's room for improvement, take one thing you heard here and implement it. If you're already doing, in your mind, the perfect idea perfect one-on-one, right? Um, I, did I say IDP before instead of one-on-one? I think, I think I did. So if, if you're already doing one-on-ones, then take one thing you heard in a minute. If you're doing them and you think that they're great, I would ask your employee, how do you think our what one-on-ones are? Do you think they're effective, right? Get some honest feedback there um, and make sure that you're on the same page as far as how you both rate the rate that meeting. Um, so that's, that's the challenge I'd give.
0: That's great. Yeah. Don't be afraid of the answer. We all like to go in and ask questions that we know the answers to. Right. But this, this, knowing this answer can help the can help change the course of your business. And it's such an easy question.
2: I I think when it comes to, you know, when you're running an overall meeting, you know, we, we want to have a strict agenda, but when you're dealing with a person, an individual, you need to go into it sometimes not knowing what, how this meeting's going to go because that means you're giving them room to share some things they may not be comfortable, they may not have been comfortable sharing in other situations. Um, so don't treat this like a normal, you know, it's our operations meeting. It's, you know, we're hitting this, we're hitting this, and then we're out in a tidy 20. Um, go into it a little adaptable. And, you know, this is a human being we're dealing with here. This is their opportunity to really, share how how they're doing. Um, So I'm open to this, you know, taking a different turn at some point. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. Um,
2: Absolutely. Awesome. Very good. Well, uh, thanks for a great conversation here at one-on-ones, Catherine. This was fun.
0: Well, thanks, Colin. This is, uh, like you, this is a topic near and dear to my heart. So I'm always happy to, always happy to talk about talking.
2: Beautiful. Everyone, everyone have a great rest of your day, wherever you are, and uh, get, get to the one-on-ones. Thanks for listening to this episode. Out of the Hourglass is recorded and produced by the team at Nolan Consulting Group, a nationwide business consulting firm with coaches located around the country. Have a question, comment, or idea for a future episode? We'd love to hear from you. Visit our website, www.nolancg.com.